Hi, I'm Frances Roberts Riley. Hello, I'm Margaret O'Shea Bonner. Welcome to the special show celebrating Nalag Naman, also meaning Little Christmas and the Feast of the Epiphany. Traditionally in Ireland, every January 6th, the women of Ireland, who have worked so hard over Christmas, are celebrated for working tirelessly during the holiday period. The Christmas decorations are put away, and now it's our time. Right. On this day, the last day of Christmas, women finally get a much-needed rest after catering to everyone during the festivities. So while God rested seven days after making the world, it took Irish women 12 days to get a break. And what do you recall from this time in your life in Ireland? Well, in rural and small-town Ireland, where I grew up in County Kerry, women gather in each other's homes or in local pubs for a few stolen hours of fun while the men looked after the brood. Uh, and what would you talk about, Margaret? Oh, lots. To me, this is a wonderful holiday, as it reminds us, as Irish people, about the strength of Irish women. What's interesting to me is that Irish women have played such an important role in our communities and also in our history. I suppose no gathering of women would be complete without sharing our children's lives with one another. For sure, yeah. There's a beautiful song, Ma'inian O, by Alton's Moradni Vuenig, Ma'inino means my child. She sings, Come walk with me, be smooth the road. Rise up your sail, it's time to sleep. May you go safely each night and day. Morning. 
One story that many Irish women and mothers share is about leave-taking from Ireland all over the world and for many decades. And you're part of that story, yes? I am. Although it wasn't our intention to emigrate, the plan was to come to Toronto for two years for graduate studies and then go back home to Ireland. But one thing led to another, an MA to a PhD for my husband, Kieran, three children born here, making lots of friends and enjoying Toronto. And here we are in Waterloo Region, 42 years later. Tell me. 
Transportation to Australia was a common practice to remove an Irish problem, yeah? Yes, they needn't have been felons, just poor. They transported women too. Here's 10,000 miles away about a young lover who follows his peg to Australia. Sung by Dan Milner, John Doyle, Robbie O'Connell. Oh, for a brave and a gallant ship and a fair and a favouring breeze For the bully crew and a captain too to carry me o'er the seas To carry me o'er the seas, me boys, to me true love far away For I'm taking a trip on a government ship ten thousand miles away Then blow you in Zyho, a roving I will go I'll stay no more on air and shore to hear the fiddlers play I'm off on the bounding main and I won't be back again For I'm on the boat to my own true love ten thousand miles away My true love, she was beautiful, my true love, she was young Her eyes were like the diamonds, bright and silvery was her tongue And silvery was her tongue, me lads, as the big ship left the bay And she said, will you remember me ten thousand miles away Then blow you winds I hold, a roving I will go I'll stay no more on air and shore to hear the fiddlers play I'm off on the bounding and I won't be back again For I'm on the move to my own true love Ten thousand miles away A dark and a dismal day when last I saw my peg. She had a government band around each hand and another one round her leg. And another one round her leg, me boys, as the big ship left the bay. But you say she remembered me ten thousand miles away. Then, holy winds, I ho, a roving I will go. I'll stay no more on there and short to hear the fiddlers play. I'm up on the bounding main and I won't be back again. For I'm on the move to my own true love ten thousand miles away. Oh, the sun may shine through the double and fog and the lippy run quite clear. And the ocean bright and to wine and I forget my beer And I forget my beer, me boys Or the landlord's quarter day But I'll never forget my own true love Ten thousand miles away Then blow you in Zyho 
For Rob and I will go I'll stay no more on there and shore To hear the fiddlers play I'm up on the mountain in Maine And I won't be back again For I'm on the move to my own true love Ten thousand miles away Then the winds I hold For Rob and I will go I'll stay no more on there and shore To hear the fiddlers play I'm up on the mountain in Maine And I won't be back again For I'm on the move to my own true love Ten thousand miles away I think this is one holiday that we should all wholeheartedly embrace, not just for wonderful Irish women and mothers, but for females all around the world. However, most traditional Irish music featuring the female perspective are laments for lost menfolk to war, rebellion and exile. Yeah, there's one exception though, isn't there? The story of Grace O'Malley, the Pirate Queen. Yes, you're right. Grania Whale. Grace O'Malley, the Pirate Queen. She was daughter of a Gaelic chieftain. She excelled in the traditional seafaring ways of her family, sea trading to Ireland, Scotland and Spain, with some piracy and plundering on the side. How did she come by the name Grania Whale? As a child, as legend has it, she cut off all her hair to disguise herself as a boy, stealing onto one of her father's ships as he set sail on a trading expedition. He had refused to take her because at that time it was considered bad luck to have women on board at sea. So that's how she came by her name of Grania Whale, or Bald Grania, if you like. That's one fierce and fearless Irish woman. Yes, Grania Whale, Grace O'Malley, the Pirate Queen, was fearless in battle. She personally led her army against English generals who tried to curb her power. Here's a recording of Irish pirate ballads that sing of Grania Whale's exploits. Bold Grania Whale, sung by Dan Milner, Gabriel Donahue, Susan McKeown. Here you go. Orchard called Dorset from Parkgate to Fail. It was Majesty's yacht for to court Grania Whale. With great entertainment, the thought to prevail. Unrifle the charms the sweet Grania Whale. The fox in the trap, we are caught by the tail. Success to the sons of brave Grania Whale. Says the courtship to Grania, if you will be true, I will bring it to London and do for you too. Where you shall have pleasure that never will fail. I'll add laurel to shamrock, sweet Grania. 
The fox in the trap, we'll caught by the tail. Success to the sons of brave Ronnie Wayne. Says drawn you to Dorset, that I would do. Bring my fortune to London, my children would rule. We would be like the Highlanders eating a kale and cursing the Union. Says bold Ronnie Wayne. That fox in the trap, we're caught by the tail. Success to the sons of brave Ronnie Wayne. Still love to be free. No functional and baby in my liberty. While I've Limerick, Derry, and the Fort of Kinsale, I love and not marry, says Bold Ronnie Wayne. The fox in the trap we have caught by the tail. Success to the sons of brave Ronnie Wayne. Now, my dear boys, we've got shut of those bugs. I charge you, my children, like close in your rugs. They'll hide like a snake, but will bite without fail. Just give them shillelaghs, both wrong your way. The fox in the trap, we've caught by the tail. Success to the sons of brave wrong your way. Well, these warrior Irish women are remarkable. And here's another, Queen Maeve, the great Queen of Connacht. Through the lens of Irish mythology, Queen Maeve holds a distinguished place in bardic legends. But hasn't she also earned a place in Ireland's Neolithic world? She sure has. Queen Maeve's cairn is Ireland's most imposing Neolithic monument. It's built in a stunning and highly visible location and is the focus of other monuments scattered across the Sligo Neolithic landscape. It's said that Queen Maeve sleeps within. Here's Queen Maeve's slumber, played on the fiddle by Sheila Falls, three-time North American Irish fiddle champion.
Turn to more recent and more troubling history and the role of Irish women in that history. Right, well, one such woman was Rosie Hackett, for example. She was a trade unionist and insurgent during the 1913 lockout and in the 1916 rising. Here's Rosanna, Rosie Hackett's story, sung beautifully by Janice Igoe, with great guitar playing by Ben Folkman. Rosanna, Rosie Hackett, a Dubliner so true, born to the tenements on Bolton Street in 1892. Her father died when she was young, a barber shy but neat. Her mother remarried Patrick Gray and they moved to Old Abbey Street. She first worked as a packer in the local paper store Then got a job in Jacob's Biscuits as a messenger T'was here with Delia Larkin founded a right strong crew The Irish Women's Workers Union thousands of members grew 400 policemen to take four women down 400 policemen in the name of the crown 400 policemen to take four women down 400 policemen in the name of the crown Rosie lost her job in Jacobs for supporting workers' rights. The 1913 lockout, she stood by Larkin's plight. Join the Irish Citizen Army when the clerk in Liberty Hall 
fought alongside Countess Markovich when the Easter rising cold, helping print the proclamation when the fighting was so fierce. She handed it to Conley. It was then read by Pierce, giving orders to surrender. Ten days in Kilmainham jail. The loss of all her comrades made her determined not to fail. Four hundred policemen to take four women down. Four hundred policemen in the name of the crown. Four hundred policemen to take four women down. Four hundred policemen in the name of the crown. On Liberty Hall, with her three best friends, the banner could be seen. James Connolly murdered May twelfth, nineteen sixteen. She nailed the doors and windows shut. And on the roof did sound. It will take four hundred policemen to take four women down. Four hundred policemen to take four women down. Four hundred policemen in the name of the crown. Four hundred policemen to take four women down. Four hundred policemen in the name of the crown. So when you cross the Liffey on the rosy Hackett Bridge, think of those who gave their lives and of those who fought to live in an Ireland that is free. Has rights for one and all. Remember Dublin's Rosie, for she answered Ireland's call. Four hundred policemen to take four women down. Four hundred policemen in the name of the crown. Four hundred policemen to take four women down. Four hundred policemen in the name of the crown. Four hundred policemen to take four women down. Francis, you've been to Ireland, right? Yes, many times. The most remarkable, though, was my visit to Kilmainham Jail in Dublin. It's where I first heard of the tragic story of Joseph Plunkett and Grace Gifford. Now, now, won't you tell us? Sure. Grace Gifford was an Irish artist. She met and fell in love with Joseph Mary Plunkett, an Irish nationalist, Republican, poet, and journalist. They planned to be married on Easter Sunday, 1916. However, the armed rebellion that Easter weekend interrupted their wedding plans as Joseph was one of the leaders of the rebellion. Unfortunately, the rebellion failed. The leaders were rounded up and sentenced to death. On May 3rd, seven hours before his execution, Grace and Joseph were married in the little chapel at Kilmainham Jail. The following morning, he was executed. 
Their love story lives on in the beautiful song that bears her name, Grace. Oh, Grace, just hold me in your arms and let this moment linger. They take me out at dawn and I will die. With all my love, I place this wedding ring upon your finger. There won't be time to share so we must say goodbye. Now I know it's hard for you, my love, to ever understand. The love I bear for this brave man, my love for this brave land. But when poor Rick called me to his side down in the GPO, I had to leave my own sick bed. To him I had. So tell us about peacemaking and the roles of two women leaders, Mary Robinson and Mary McAleese, in the peace process of Ireland. Sure. Mary Robinson was president of Ireland from 1990 to 1997, the first woman to hold that office. It was during the time of violent sectarian conflict in Northern Ireland, known as the Troubles. She was a peacemaker, so from her first day in office... She was committed to opening doors, reconciliation, and building bridges between communities. And how did Mary Robinson do that? Well, Ireland has four provinces, but the Irish word for province is cuiga, meaning five. Mary used the fifth province, myth, of the old Irish kings as the space for a conversation about peace. In her inaugural speech... Mary said, the fifth province is not anywhere here or there, north or south, east or west. It is a place within each of us, that place that is open to the other, that swinging door that allows us to venture out and others to venture in. She reached out in new ways to all the peoples of Ireland and to the Irish diaspora and made us all feel connected. Here's that popular anti-war song, Where Have All the Flowers Gone, with Dolores Keane and Tommy Sands.
Irish music is so unique, it must come down through families. You're right, the music gets handed down. It also tells stories. Here's Cherish the Ladies. All these ladies have Irish ancestry. There's Joni Madden, whose father taught her Penny Whistle, who's joined by Mary Coogan, Gráinne Murphy, Mirella Murray and Kathleen Boyle, singing Green Grow the Rushes O. Every hour that passes all that signifies the life of man, twere not for the last he's Green crow the rushes old, green crow the rushes old, the sweetest stars the day I spent. Spent among the lassies, oh. Holy race may riches chase, riches still may fly to more. When at last they catch them fast, their hearts can never enjoy them more. Green crow, the rushes are The sweetest stars that ever I spent Spent among the lassies The sweetest stars the day I 
I suppose that in old Ireland there's no mistaking the fact that a woman's place was traditionally in the home. <laughs> Nowadays there's a new breed of high-powered, well-educated women in Ireland. You're right, indeed there is. But despite our evolution, the heart and soul of Irish women remains unaltered. I carry Ireland in my heart. It's at the essence of who I am. I'm aware there is the call of the wild Atlantic shore, the music, the humour and the crack... I need a hit of those every now and then to feed my soul. Our extended families are there, and I go home twice a year, once to go there and then to come here, both coming home. I'm doubly blessed. Oh, that's lovely. And here's an artist who I think embodies that spirit. Sinead O'Connor sings Women of Ireland. Oh, 
As we remember all these amazing women today, I would also like to honor Marion Finucane, who died suddenly a few days ago. She was a trailblazer on Irish Radio RTE. For over four decades in her program, Women Today, Marion brought to light the huge issues of concern for Irish women, contraception, divorce, single parenting, and more. Former President Mary Robinson said she wasn't afraid of church or state. She was some woman. And to all those strong women out there, we celebrate and honour you all today. Thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed visiting with the Women of Ireland.
You can hear more Irish and Celtic music and culture at the Irish Real Life Festival. It's a community arts festival bringing contemporary and traditional Irish culture to the diversity of Waterloo Region. Save the date. We kick off on March 7th and end on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, 2020. Visit irishreallifekw.com, find us on Facebook and on Twitter. Nalik Naman Hanna. Happy Women's Christmas. Women's Christmas is a production of Community Promenade. It was presented by Francis Roberts Riley and Margaret O'Shea Bonner. Program editor is Martin DeGroote with technical assistance by Brandon Highmore. This was recorded at the Idea Exchange in the old post office in the Creative Studio.